Can you say cerveza? It's time for the beer podcast, Morty. Worst beer podcast ever. Steve and Adam. Ah, funny guys. Hop Nation USA, beer podcast leaders for over five years. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Hop Nation USA podcast. It's Adam, and I'm back. I'm alive. I'm here to talk beer. Steve's here too, right, Steve? Yeah. I'm never not here. That's you're right. the one who you're the one who gets sick and disappears. <laughs> not me. It was not my plan. I'm invincible. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because you never leave the house. Yeah. That's that's one way to work it. <laughs> Your fortress of solitude is working. Yeah. Don't interact with people. People get you sick. <laughs> <laughs> but fortunately, that is in the past. Back to yeah. running on all cylinders. So if you can tell by our slightly different audio quality, we are here on Zoom this week because we have ourselves a very special guest who is not from the Pittsburgh area. Yeah, that happens because I don't want to get the roan dog. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this week we are joined by the creator of the Pints and Panels blog and Twitter account and just overall cartooning empire. We're joined by M. Salter. Uh, welcome to the show, M. Yeah, thank you for having me. Awesome. So yeah, we're going to talk with M. We're going to learn about like beer education and how to educate people through cartooning and you know, uh, learn a whole bunch of other things. But the first thing we're going to learn is what's everybody drinking tonight? Would you like me to go first, Steve? Please. Okay. So this comes from a brewery we have never had on the show before. They're relatively new. They're here from Western PA. And this is the Lake Hill Brewing Company. Where are they from? They are out of Stoneboro. Where's that? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Stop right. making things up. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the, uh, the, the Pittsburgh directions. Go up 79, go up just past 80, uh-huh. hang right a little bit. <laughs> if you make it to Sandy Lake, you went too far. Okay. <laughs> yes, they, they are a relatively new outfit. They're relatively small, but... They do make you're going to next thing you're going to do is tell me like Pima tuning has a brewery. (laughs) Well, they they do. What is it? The Immortals Key. Never heard of it. Stop stop making up your weird Venango County stuff. (laughs) You need to leave your fortress of solitude once in a while, Steve. Not to go that way. (laughs) There's plenty of beautiful things out in this world. And that includes this Lake Hill farmhand milk stout checks in at about 6.3% ABV. There are those out there that say that July is not the time for stouts. I disagree. Yeah, all weather is stout weather. All weather is stout weather. And as you can tell, uh, I already got into this a little bit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a stout. Uh, when I poured it up the first time around, I had a nice head on it. It got into that nice tan, tight foam. Dissipated relatively quickly. But I'm about it. I like it. Great. Sounds pretty down the middle. Doesn't uh, doesn't get any weird flavors. and doesn't. No, uh... it, it is definitely what you would call a classic style. Yeah, uh, it's it's just a good, nice drinker. <laughs> no off flavors, but also, you know, doesn't burn you out on sugars and being gross. <laughs> yes, exactly. Gotcha. It's just it's good at being a good beer. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, the beer I'm drinking is a beer that probably people are sick of hearing me talk about and other people around me talk about. But I don't give a shit. It's a great beer. The May Queen Farmhouse Ale. That it was a collaboration and it is with brewed at hop farm 
I, there's a whole big list on the can. I got to read, <laughs> but it was brewed at hop farm, but it was brewed in cooperation with a uh, coven brewing, uh, a Beal Voyant tea company, uh, a Poidia apiary Halloween is forever podcast and uh, pink boot society. So just all of that all together <laughs> to bring together a farmhouse ale that is like 4.8%. And it's full of like local honey and tea, as mentioned with all the uh, collaborators. But yeah, it's a it's a really great beer. It's funky. Uh, it's got a lot of great flavor on it. I don't I can't say enough good things about how well this beer came out. How is it on the tea side of things? Because I know you're a bit of a tea beer connoisseur. How does right. it stack up? So it's not too, too heavy on the tea side. Um, I'll say like it's much more along the lines of like dry. Okay. All right. So it's kind of more it, it, like, it kind of feels like it gets like just a little bit of uh, floralness and dryness from the tea, but it's not, uh, you know, it's not like the way I love my Earl gray ales. <laughs> it, it's, it's not stacking up against caution brewings. Right. Earl gray. Okay. Yeah. Or even leaning cask, leaning cask does a really good uh, Earl gray for okay. the local area. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. But otherwise, it's a great beer. Check it out while you still can. I don't know how much is left. Probably not much. <laughs> yeah. But, Em, what are you drinking tonight? Oh, I'm drinking an iced tea. Nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> is it at least a good iced tea? Yeah. Yeah. It's the, um, I splurged and got the Tazo Passion, the tea they have at Starbucks, which I'm not really a Starbucks drinker, but it's really good. And I bought, Oh my gosh, it's so embarrassing. I go on a beer podcast and I don't have a beer. Um, I did before I go went on here. I shared a can of mine haze from Firestone Walker with my husband. So oh, I did is. have a little and they came up with it was the citrus. They have a bunch of different ones now. Citrus, tropical. I don't know. Uh, it was the citrus one. It was really good. So oh, very nice. Yeah. So I apologize for not bringing a beer on a beer podcast. <laughs> well, honestly you're not the first one no. <laughs> so it's no. not not the biggest deal okay and, and to pull the curtain back a little bit there's been a time or two where i've done the same thing on a on a zoom podcast where i just sort of you know pretend that i'm drinking a beer just don't tell the people yeah no. I, you're a good I, shape. I usually um when i do podcasts i'll drink non-alcoholic beer especially if people are like well we'll record this at 10 o'clock at night and i'm Oof. like or we'll record at eight in the morning because they're somewhere else so yeah uh, i'm a big fan of any beers especially the type of any beers that they have nowadays they're quite good can you give us a line on some of the good ones because we've done a couple episodes on na's and i think the only ones we kind of like are two roots Hmm. and two roots is like they're they all of their NAs are actually also bases for their THC beers that they release in California, Nevada. But like other ones we've had, like Brewdog Trash. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. Well, okay. So I have a little bit of a confession. So a very good friend of mine owns Athletic Brewing, which is ah, very large. Okay. And so I'm a big, we have, he'll mail me the beer so when i'm on the podcast i'm like hey i'm drinking athletic but i actually really like everything he does and they are an awesome company treat their employees really well are great great you know i've had 
some of their, I mean, some of their, their golden ale is really good and their stout is quite good too. Hmm. Um, they're, yeah, they're, they're doing some really good stuff and they're gigantic. I mean, they're like the 27th largest brewery in the country now. So I'm super into what they're doing. Yeah. Um, we went to element like nursery school, like his mother and my mother were like best friends. So it's, oh, wow. yeah, we, yeah, we go way back. Um, so it's cool to see him in that like NA space making his own way. Really awesome. So yeah, I'm a big, big fan of theirs, but yeah, a lot of them I've had people mail me NA beer and I'm like, this is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good to see NA beer becoming quite good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause it, you know, sometimes you you're done and you don't want to, you know, I love beer as much as the next person, but like, I'm not really into getting trashed all the time. That's not, you know, not the most fun, but I love beer. So having good NA now, uh, it makes me very happy. Right on. Yeah. There, there are those of us that are not 23 anymore and it shows the next morning. <laughs> I got stuff to do, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a life to live. <laughs> <laughs> work from home I do as please <laughs> but all right that, well that's good to hear that the although i guess maybe we'll try athletic in the future because yeah we, we are appreciative and we know those around us who do like na stuff but yeah we'll, we'll look them up uh this is this uh the decaying with the boys will appreciate this uh aew john moxley is a big fan of the athletic brewing Yes. Yeah. They, so. <laughs> they have a lot of uh, like who is like JJ Watt is a big fan of athletic. Like they have a lot oh, yeah. of athletes that are like really big fans of athletic, and mm-hmm. they work with a, like the the woman that won bronze in the marathon in the Summer Olympics is one of their ambassadors. So they have like, oh, a lot okay. of like athlete ambassadors that you know will do work for them, and like you know they were like, oh, she won a bronze medal. Like it's cool to see how yeah. they function but yeah they're they have a lot of fans and there it is it is quite you know i'm not just saying it because i know the owner and like he's married <laughs> to a friend of my sister you know like he's an, a super good guy and the beers are great so i'm a big 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 fan of what they do nice nice want to get them on the show yeah yeah, yeah. He, i'm yeah they're brewer john and he's also a, a part owner super nice guy they're from connecticut so i can't it's always good when good beer is coming out of Connecticut. That mm. makes me very, very happy being a, you know, life, most, mostly lifelong person that lives in Connecticut. And I've become quite a big Connecticut fan. The beer scene here is really, really good. Uh, it was not when I turned 21, but it has really upped its game and I'm really excited to see what happens next. It's nice to have a bit of homerism. Like we're, we're always uh, big homers for our gluten-free brewery Aurochs. You know, which you know we don't drink gluten free all the time. You know, very rarely, but still, their beer is so good. We mm. can't we can't not talk about them. So right, <laughs> yeah, they are not a good uh, gluten free beer. They are good beer that happens to be gluten free. Oh, the way awesome. I, this is the way I look at it. Yeah. Well, yeah, the Pit, so. the Pittsburgh scene is so strong, so so strong. It uh, is now. Yeah, I mean that's. I think every. I was having a conversation with someone, and I was. They told me where they were from and they were like, oh, my city's beer stinks. And I was like, what? Like every <laughs> city has a good beer scene. Mm-hmm. Right. You just, you just want something that you can't, you know, when people are always like, oh, if I lived in Maine, then I could have all the like, you know, Maine beer I want. You kind of want what you don't like Vermont or Oregon or Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I look at people's hometown scenes and I'm like, wow, it is a great time to be a beer drinker. Yes. If you can't find good beer, that's your fault. Mm -hmm. It means you're not trying. Yeah. Yeah. It means you're not trying. And it just also means just like, you know, maybe your city, you need to go one city over. If you're in a smaller town, okay, maybe you don't like the brewery in your smaller town, but check out the nearest city bound to have something for you. Right. Go to the next small town like Stoneboro, where Lake Hill is. Sure. A place that Steve apparently has never heard of before. No, it's like it does not ring any bells, and which is weird, which is weird because I, I know Petrolia and Sligo. Yeah, so like that's same size, same size. That that's like a reference for three people listening to this. <laughs> but well, let's move on and let's just uh, learn a little bit more about M. Uh, M, could you give us like just maybe a, a, a high level kind of breakdown? I, I feel like most of our listeners know you know what Pints and Panels is, but if you could just give us like a high level breakdown of like what it is and like how you kind of got started. Yeah, uh, so I went to graduate school for art in Vermont. I went to the Center for Cartoon Studies, which is a real place that teaches cartooning uh, at a graduate and certificate level. So there was 24 people in my class. I graduated there in 2011, and that's where I started Pints and Panels. It was part of my thesis. And being in Vermont in 2010 was the beginning of craft beer. So you have these kind of, you know, you have the old stalwarts. You have Vermont Pub and Brewery, Greg Noonan, who who invented the Black IPA, to Harpoon, Long Trail, Otter Creek, you know, these old timey breweries and then 2000 not old timey you know in a legacy breweries <laughs> right, I mean, yeah. old timey makes it sound like they were around in like 1890 which they were not everybody had handlebar mustaches yeah, <laughs> yeah good bowler hats and good bow ties and whatnot uh and then in 2010 i remember going to visit hill farmstead for the first time because that's when hill farmstead started so you start to see this kind of trend towards like uh von trapp brewing in Stowe, the Alchemist is a restaurant, but they haven't really, they just started canning. And so it's really cool to live in a place where beer is really taking off. And so it starting Pines and Panels was just really an excuse to drink more beer and try beer because I mostly reviewed beer and it was a good warm up exercise. So I would draw uh, a review in the morning before doing my actual like homework uh, in grad school. And then it really took, it just took off because it was so much fun to do. And then it was a review site for a while, like eight years or so. And so I would review beer almost every day. And then as it progressed, you know, a couple times a week, cause I had other jobs and whatnot. And then in 2019, it switched to beer education and that's when it really took off. And it was exciting to see people being like, oh my gosh, we can learn about beer in an accessible uh, an easy to understand way, because I mean, I've studied for Cicerone certifications. I have my advanced, I've taken the master. I have not passed the master. I've never passed the master, <laughs> which is fine. Um, Very few people do. Yeah. Like. There, are only 20, there are only 20. They just had the, they just had the exam a month ago. So we'll find out next month if there are any people mm-hmm. that have passed it. So fingers crossed for one. I know of a lot of good people that took it. So it'd be great. That there are more, uh, but I would read these books and I was like, either they're like beer is either an, you know, it's either like a book for kids or like mm-hmm. really low level, you know, kind of very simple or it's like textbook. And there really aren't very many books in between that kind of like, okay, you know what beer is, but 
how do you get to the next level? And so Pines and Panels kind of took up that mantle that was okay. like, all right, let's learn about, let's teach people about beer in a very accessible way, but we can go about it at all angles. So if you are taking the level one Cicerone certification, you're just learning about beer for the first time. I got you. But then if you're also taking the master and you need to learn about like three MBT uh, light struck beers at a certain quantity, I got you too. So like, you know, we're, we're, we're all, you know, I'm um, trying to help everybody. And then also everything in Pints and Panels on my website is free because I think there's the accessibility of it is very important to me because mm-hmm. Beer, you know, books, especially like high level stuff, beer classes, those are really expensive. And so I want to make sure people are getting accurate information because, I mean, you just Google a question about beer, you're going to get the wrong answer. Yeah. It stresses me out <laughs> a lot, especially like good websites where you're like, you should have good info. So Pints and Panels is trying to, I want it to be the kind of go-to source for accessible, free visual so everyone even if english is not your first language or you know you're somewhere else or you're just learning about beer for the first time i i you know pints and panels is here for you and that's very important to me yeah i I appreciate that because like you know like you one like you're saying if you google a question about beer because like adam and i homebrew (laughs) um and like sometimes we have a question about something and it almost inevitably takes us just to another homebrew forum that we have to maybe cross our fingers and hope that that person's not <laughs> fucking with us. But, but I also appreciate like, you know, you, you offer a more visual style of learning because like visual learning is very helpful for a lot of different people. Uh, getting into those deep in the weeds books that are just very scientific and technical can be, you know, hell for some. It's <laughs> and con- I mean that it's me. Re- yeah. It's confusing. <laughs> I mean, even some of the, like, I've read multiple book, beer books multiple times and I learn something new every time. And it's not that they're confusing me on purpose. It's just, there's so much with beer. And then the big thing that I always say is there's a lot of right answers in beer. So, you know, there are a million ways you can brew a porter and it's still a porter. Mm-hmm. So when people get very hung up on style, I used to get hung up on styles and now I'm like, I'm also very chill about be like, just drink. Like I love Miller light. <laughs> I bought it. We're going on vacation, uh, family vacation. And I bought, my husband was like, what'd you get? And I was like, Natterdays. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, that's a good choice. Like, that's what, like, I don't, we don't like, I'll drink local stuff. I work part-time at a really good brewery in Connecticut called Fox farm, great beers. So I get access to really good stuff living in new England. We do have, you know, if you want to go hype, I, I hype, you know, Treehouse is 45 minutes from my house. So, and their lager program is unbelievably good. So uh, it's been really good to see their progression as well. And then going there, but then I also have access to local beers. There's big beer. There's so many different ty- international stuff. It's, it's an exciting time to be a drinker and it, drink whatever you want as well. I'm never going to, you know, tell people to dictate what, as long as the brewery isn't a jerk. That's my like one caveat. Yes, fully agree on <laughs> yes. that. Like if the brewery is treating people badly or is a bad employer or is doing something that they shouldn't be doing, then those people can, you know, uh, I have a friend who's Scottish and this is my new favorite is a uh, get in the sea. <laughs> so those breweries can get in the sea as far as I'm concerned. And uh, I, yeah, but that's my only, other than that, if the, you know, drink what you want, that's the best part yeah. about beer is that, there's so much flavor and choice 
uh, yeah, it's a great time to be a drinker. Yeah. Yeah. It, it totally is agree. Nice. Yeah. It is nice with the options and variety everybody's afforded. Uh, I'm, I'm one of those people who loves a good Ralph beer, nice. uh, but also I'll drink, I'll drink fucking Oreo stout garbage too. I don't really like <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> I love, I mean, there's like those 450 North, like explodies. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, I want like four ounces of it, but those four ounces are delicious. <laughs> yes. And, but uh, you know, I mean, that's the thing is drink what you like. I've never, people get very agitated about like, well, there's only milkshake. It's like, have you been, have you been to the store? Like Sierra Nevada pale ale still exists yeah. <laughs> and will always exist as long as you can find it fresh. Um, yeah. But it's, you know, there's a lot of really great. I love, I have two breweries in the town I live in. Both are quite good. And, you know, they have a dark American lot. Like, it's like a dark cream ale on right now. And I'm like, Ooh. okay. I mean, and then they also have like nine DDH Imperial. <laughs> and that's fine. That's And they have a beer with glitter in it. That's fine. And then they have some like really make a really great Mexican lager. It's, it's, it's just there's a lot of experimentation. And it's a lot of great, great beer out there. It makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're drinking, as long as you're loving beer, I don't care what you drink. Right on. What about Sidey though? Can I drink Sidey and be happy? Sidey? <laughs> ciders. Oh, ciders? I was like, is he talking about ciders? Ciders are awesome. Yeah. My husband loves ciders. Ciders are, there's some really unique ciders out there. Really funky ones. Mm-hmm. We actually live really close to, or not really close. It's actually not close at all. Uh, in Connecticut terms, it's like 30 miles away. We live near OEC, which is also an importer, Be United, and they import they import Schlenkerla. Oh, and, yeah, okay. and they right. can and they can it there. So I get fresh Schlenkerla cans Ooh. in Connecticut, Ooh, and they. The... But the reason I brought them up is they do a Basque cider in a can. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's some really interesting, like saisons. They can, they'll can some really great German beers, but yeah, they can fresh Schlenkerla Hellas cans. In my local liquor store is Ooh, yeah yeah I'm officially <laughs> awesome. jealous yeah. just so you know it's really yeah. nice it's really yeah. really nice and it's yeah, a great it's... place to visit too their tasting room is really nice they make their own stuff weird stuff for the most part then they also do they've just started to do some clean lagers but but I you can they, also yeah I think they, they just recently came out here for a lager fest that would make sense yeah yeah they do some really their Czech dark lagers really good they also. But you can get like Schlankerla Merton on draft. Ooh. Like there. And you're and it comes in like a big wine glass and you can sit on there. They have a very nice uh, tasting room and they have with really nice outdoor seating and they're just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Connecticut, you say, huh? Yeah, Connecticut is uh, <laughs> Connecticut is a great it's a secret because people think of they don't think um of, of us when it comes to really anything we're kind of one of those drive through to get to the better states of you know your massachusetts your maine your vermont but man do we have it when it comes to good beer coastline we don't have mountains we have hills but they're very nice uh, we have some like really great lakes it's a really it's a i was born and raised here i left being like i'm never going to live in connecticut again then moved back in 2012 and i've been here for 10 years now and i would never leave maybe when i get old i want to move somewhere colder because i like the cold it's getting too we don't really get yeah i don't know like vermont i'd move to like vermont or maine but i love mm. connecticut right now and those my family's here and the beer yeah we have over 100 breweries the beer scene is really really strong nice i think you're one of the first 
person, first people who ever met that wants it to get colder. I, with my husband, I love the cold. What are you talking about? You know me. Yeah. See, there we go. (laughs) You're not people. (laughs) (laughs) You don't leave the house. It's too warm here in the summers. It's getting too humid. I don't remember that as a kid. So I want to go somewhere. Or we also get a lot of ice. We don't get snow, we get ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want I want snow. Yeah. Like I you really the, like, yeah. Yeah, the real hard pack that you can just kind of grab and it squishes into a ball. And that's what yeah. We only yeah. got like one snowstorm last year, too. We didn't really get snow at all. And it's and I don't live near the coast where they get less snow. I live up near Hartford. And yeah, we just aren't getting I want more snow. So mm-hmm. my dream Agreed. is to move. Yeah, I want. When we lived, when I lived in Vermont for grad school, the first year we got no snow and I was like, what is this? And then the second year, I'm not joking. It snowed eight, nine inches a day for about two months, uh, which was really beautiful. But also like, man, does it really affect everyone just gets <laughs> sad. If, if you want to think about possibly moving, not north, but you could go west to Buffalo. Mm. The times I've been to Buffalo, it. Just because of the lake, it snows like a, like, yeah, it, yeah. It's crazy. I, have, I used to have when I went to college. I had friends in Rochester, which was four mm-hmm. hours from when I went to college, and I would visit in the winter, and I would be like, "Why did I do that?" Because <laughs> your car would just disappear. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I wanted to ask a little bit more about your cartooning as well. Uh, we talked a lot about beer, but you know, uh, the other half of this is your cartooning. Uh, have you had, I know you do commissions. Have you had anything that was like a really interesting non beer related commission? Oh boy. Um, oh, I must, um, I drew someone's first date. Oh yeah. It was like their first, they were, what was their first? It was one of their, I think, yeah, it was their first date. They went to, they're both med students and they had gone to like an art museum. So they were in front of a big like art exhibit. And so as a birthday present and they were both in residencies different. So he lived in San Diego for his residency and she lived in Chicago. And so he, I drew their first date and then I mailed it to her. Oh, nice. So, oh, yeah. Fantastic. So I've, yeah, I've done that. I've done, someone had me draw their favorite beer, but instead of the label, it was like their daughter's name and her birth, like weight and date. So it was like the label, but it mentioned. Their, I get you. Uh, oh, yeah. Very cool. So I've, yeah. It's, it's always interesting to see what people I've drawn like wedding pictures. So people are like holding beer and there's like stuff in the background I've drawn. Um, I've had, yeah, it's, I'm trying to think back. I've done so many commissions. It's so much fun <laughs> to do commissions. I really mm-hmm. enjoy. Um, I never know what, when people buy one, I'm like, what are they going to have? To do? <laughs> I have no, sometimes it's just the last one I did was the guy lived in Kenya and he, or he was American, but he had done work in Kenya and he loved to drink Tusker, the like lager. Okay. And it comes in like this black, like plastic kind of, it looks like a milk carton. And so he's like, huh. oh, draw the label. But then also he's like, I have really fond memories of just like crushing <laughs> the <laughs> case um, with friends. Could you make sure the case was in there as well? And I was like, absolutely. So huh. it was fun to draw, you know, making those connections um, a lot of like memory and nostalgia and whatnot. So there's so much memory tied to like good beer. So mm-hmm. trying to capture those is always a really uh, good time. Say so when you, when you do your art, do you have your own studio set aside or you just sort of wherever the mood strikes you uh, out on the back porch, having a you, beer? 
I, how, I used, how does that process work for you? So I only draw in the mornings. I can't draw in the afternoon. I can like, so everything's hand-drawn with um, pen and ink. I've actually, I'm in my office right now, but I thought I'd have pens with on me, but I don't. Um, <laughs> so I usually, I used to draw on the couch, um, but I hurt my shoulder. And so I can't really, I need to like have a flat surface. So I usually just draw at the dining room table uh, or outside. Um, we do have a back like deck, although our chairs kind of stink. So I don't, I like sitting, the dining room is much more like substantial. And then, um, so it's pencils first. So I pencil it out. Then I'll ink over the pencils with, I use Faber Castell, which is a German uh, art pen with India ink, it's black. And then uh, I scan everything in and then everything's colored and cleaned up in Photoshop. Very cool. Yeah. And that's, so the afternoons are for digital cleanup or night, like right now, um, the Red Sox are playing the Yankees and I'm a diehard Red Sox fan. And so if we were not having a discussion right now, I would be probably <laughs> digitally cleaning up in front of the tea. It's a nice like nighttime activity or right. afternoon activity. Um, and it's fun. Yeah. I'm working on a couple of commissions right now for a brewery in Middlebury, uh, Middlebury Vermont, hmm. a drop-in brewery. I'm drawing some of their art uh, cans for their tasting room. So oh, very nice. Current nice. activity. Yeah. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's fun for people to email me and be like, oh, I want this drawn. And I'm like, you got it. And then they, they pay for it. And then some of the money goes, uh, mon- uh, part of my, of commissions always go to charity. So oh, right right now, nice. Yeah. So right now, yeah, $20 for the month of July, usually it's $10, uh, $20 is going to the abortion funds network because America crazy. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> America has a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I also wanted to ask, I saw you post uh, maybe not too long ago, but you, you were asking about like possibly getting into animation. Uh, yes. it, it, do you have any more thoughts or updates on no. to, like animating? <laughs> it's just, I don't have the chops to do it because you really have to have your own. Um, I've talked to, or um, I got an email from Michael Kaiser at Good Beer Hunting about making gifts because apparently it's quite easy so i just mm-hmm. have to email their designer because they that's what they do they do a designing like they're a design firm so that was an option so i've also been making reels on instagram with imovie so i mean it's you know it's not really animation but it's like kind of the most i can do and that's been really fun to kind of visualize in a different way my work so taking what i've already drawn and moving it into a movie-esque role and so that's been fun to do so that's but yeah no i need a real animator and that's animation is very expensive yes it is (laughs) so maybe one day who knows but not at the moment yeah if you are interested in tips on adobe after effects i can teach you how to do simple animations (laughs) yeah that uh yeah i mean even illustrator uh stresses me out so illustrator stresses everybody out that that program is so unwieldy yeah. Everybody hates it. <laughs> do not use, do not use. People are like, yeah. can you do vector? And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> pass. <laughs> yeah, hard pass, sorry. Awesome. Uh, well, let's come back to the beers that we're drinking really quickly. Um, I finished up my May Queen. It was a very delicious beer. I've been drinking a lot of that beer along with Nimble Giant and Soju. So that's what I've been doing for the week. <laughs> nice. Nice. Adam, your beer? Uh, for myself, the, uh, the Lake Hill uh the farmhand milk stout good beer i enjoy it i've got three more in the uh in the fridge that are not going to last much longer i'll put it to you that way 
I might have one May Queen for you to try if you want. I'm glad that I had it. Stoneboro, by the way, is mm-hmm. an actual place, Steve. I'm sure it is. It's I a just, thing. It's it, it's one of those small towns that you pass through, like you blink and you miss it when you're driving through them. <laughs> it's very true. And I don't even know that they have a stoplight. Exactly. That's the thing. That's how you miss it, because they don't <laughs> even have a stoplight or a stop sign. You just go right through it and you go, oh, was that? A, I guess. Yeah. You see, you see like the vague wisp of a, a general market. <laughs> yes. An IGA or a Piggly Wiggly. And then it's gone. Yeah. There's no Piggly Wiggly up here. Not, no, it's too far north. I know. It's an IGA or just something that's like Pat's market. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to say Piggly, Piggly Wiggly, I'll admit. Mm-hmm. And uh, M, why don't you tell us about your Tazu tea? It's gone. It's gone. I'm trying that's, that's how, on this show, that's how you know it's good. <laughs> it's really I wish the box wasn't like four dollars. Yeah. Um, I actually normally my iced tea of choices. I live in a town that has a very large Polish population, mm-hmm. so there's a bunch of Polish grocery stores, and the Polish herbal tea is, and it's like two dollars a box. It's the sour cherry Ooh. one, and then I'm Ooh. like, I don't know what fruit this is, and I'll just bring it home and be like, oh, this is good. Yeah. And everyone asks, they default to Polish, so you're there, and they're like, I don't speak Polish, and so you just kind of, it's a lot of like. Me wandering around the store being like, it's a great, it makes you feel like you're in Europe. Like it's n- without a doubt, except the couple people who work there are n- definitely from my town. And you're like, you're not European. Uh, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's a fun place to go for. And they have really great Polish beer. Oh. So you can get like Juviets for like the Baltic Porter for like $2, two dollars two fifty a bottle. And that's 9.5% ABV. So Oof. like, it's a good deal. Uh, for you know, if that's what you're into, uh, those are for snowstorms. I really yeah. like that's when you hunker down, shoveling and uh, snow. The snowblower is for Ju- Juviet's Baltic Porter. Yeah, it's just idea. as important. How is the pierogi game? Oh my god, there's a pierogi. Uh, so there's pierog- so there's multiple places at the so there's two. There's the Roly Poly and the Polmart. I've only been to the Roly Poly. Uh, the Roly Poly has when you walk in, there's the like regular like grocery store style pierogies that are frozen Mm -hmm. and then if you go into the back there's the like homemade they're still frozen Mm -hmm. but there's Mm -hmm. the like homemade section where they're like i'm like i don't know what this says and i'm I'm gonna (laughs) guess that this is what i need to get the grocery store ones too where i bought some for my mom's friend for easter and i was like i I had to like take out Google Translate and I was like, is this what I want? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And they have the, the sour, the crowd comes in a huge container and you can get kvass there. They also have a mm. lot of like Ukrainian stuff too. So oh, it's very really nice. cool. Yeah, it's cool to go. My sister lived in Ukraine for three years. So when she comes to visit, I'll be like, I bought you this three liter bottle of kvass. And she's like, okay, cool. Like it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Except yeah, the, there was like a woman that was chastising me about something in the beer aisle. And I was like, I, yeah, sorry. Like, I don't, I have no idea. I think she was telling me that the beer she had just put out was what, I don't know. Unsure. Don't speak Polish. Yeah, um, it happens. but it's cool so yeah i don't know yeah. how, did, how did we get talking about that because <laughs> uh, you because you mentioned polish and then we also come from a very polish neighborhood like Got all it. of western pa is polish we have a place that's called the forgotten taste of pierogies that's not too far away from us so yeah nice. it's all the same it's all the same kind of stuff yeah pierogi, the, i love pierogi. the pierogies are really good and then i have a very good friend of mine whose wife is polish and he introduced me to what they call the salty sauce 
Hmm. Uh, go. I don't. Um, it's. It looks like a soy sauce bottle. It's like really small. Okay. A picture of like flowers on it. I have no idea what it says on the bottle, hmm. but game changer. It's like really savory. Oh. It has a very like salt. It's like almost kind of. I don't know, but it's really good in like meatloaf and burgers. And it's you put it on the pierogies in addition to sour cream. Oh, okay. Yeah, hmm. I will. I will take a photo of it after we are done talking, <laughs> and I will send it to you because I don't know what it, it, he just described it as salty sauce. And I mean, that's what it is, but it is so good on various other meats and things that if you live in an area where you can buy it, I highly recommend it. Hmm. I wonder. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll definitely get into that, though, because I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But all right, let's take a break and we'll come right back with segment two and we'll talk more to M and learn all about pairings with pierogies, probably, possibly. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but uh, yeah, see you right there. First Sip Brew Box is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Welcome back, everybody, to another fine segment of the Hop Nation USA podcast. We've got more beer, we've got more people, and we've got positive attitudes. We are here with M. Souter, also known as Pints and Panels. She started, decided to stick around. We didn't chase her away, which is always a good thing. So oh, you, re- you really slipped on your Pittsburghese accent. But she decided. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm not even a native Pittsburgher. No, it ain't your thing. You, it yeah, you just so been here long. so long. It gets in you. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> but that's not important right now. What's important is talking beers. Mm-hmm. So, Steve, I'll let you go first this time. What beer sure, are you sure, drinking? Sure. So I'm drinking a mystery beer. Maybe you can help me. I, I found this beer in the fridge. I don't know who gave it to me. <laughs> so I'll start with you and see if you can tell me if you bought this and then gave it to me because it seems like something you'd give away. But I'm drinking oh. uh, I'm drinking the Dancing Gnome Equilibrium Collaboration. And it's a, they, they did a collaboration called the Double Lustra Lab. So it's... Yeah, I mean it's a it's a double IPA. It's eight and a half percent. It's definitely something you would give away. It is, but it, that is not something that I gave you. Okay, that I I lay no claim to it. All right, I'll have to ask my other podcast host maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Some somebody gave me this damn beer though because I don't remember buying it. <laughs> well, how is it? Oh, it's good though. I mean, it, oh, it's right. you know, it, Equilibrium is a pretty decent brewery out of New York as most people know. And then dancing though is obviously our hype brewery in Pittsburgh, uh, you know, one of five, I would say <laughs> and then, so far, uh, so far, so far, so far, but yeah, they, they took double Lustra and uh, they added more uh, different hops to it. So like, I think Lustra is usually either all Citra or mostly Citra, but this one is Citra Amarillo galaxy and strata. So very nice. Yeah. Did you say that this was lagered as well? No, no, no. I said lab. Oh, lab. Okay. Double Lustra lab. So okay. it's like they're in the lab doing experiments. Okay. For some reason, I had lager on my brain. It's like, why would they? Okay. Maybe they're really experimenting. But never yeah, mind. Maybe. Maybe. 
I think they. Mm, no, nah, I don't want to say that out loud. Okay. Then <laughs> don't. They did a. They did a luster logger. <laughs> I'll do. I'll do research before I say shit. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you tell people what you drinking? Uh, so what I'm drinking is this is from Flying Machine. This is their Ghosts of Lager Mountain. Uh, this is a Baltic Porter style lager. So that's perhaps where the lager came in from your beer, Steve. It is a Baltic Porter that was lagered. And I was going to be very surprised that I had a lagered beer that isn't supposed to be lagered. And you had a lagered beer that wasn't supposed to be. Lagered. Oh. <laughs> it's very surprised and confused. Uh, but all in all, it's a it's a good beer. A flying machine there out of uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Thank you, Greg, for uh, setting us up with this beer. This is a Greg beer. Looks good. Tastes good. Has a nice maltiness to it. To a malty to sweet. Uh, and it's not like a saccharine sweet. It's just a good malty sweetness to it. But I really hmm. like it. Color wise, yeah, it looks just like a just like a porter. Uh, it's on the lighter side of porters. But all in all, it's it's still good. I like it. I'm glad so I got just, it. I got it in a three pack. Yeah. So they just firmed it longer, I guess. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know if they used a, a particular lager yeast on it or what they did, but mm-hmm. they definitely sat around for a little bit longer. I assume so. Uh, also, just quick update: there was a lager lustra. Aha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there was one, but yeah, not what I have. M, what are you drinking? So I am drinking um, the Outset Piedmont Ale from Wheatland Spring. They're a farm and brewery in Virginia. I believe they're in Winchester, Virginia. Am I making that up? Oh, gosh. (laughs) This is what happens when I drink beer. I should really like look at where the I've they mailed me some of their beers and I was very excited when they were like they're from Waterford, Virginia. So, okay. okay. So I got the W right. Uh, my Virginia geography is poor, so I don't know. <laughs> Most of ours are. <laughs> uh, it's fine. It's in Virginia. Um, I've heard really amazing things about this brewery, though. And when they were like, hey, we made. So I, I tweeted about how much I love English summer ales or English like golden ales, which is essentially mm. um, like you like UK hops, but lighter, really refresh. So like take a best bitter, but make it golden and lighter. Okay. And so. I was talking about how I love that style. And so they were like, we make one here. We'll send you one and all our beers. And I said, yes, please. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> which I don't ask breweries to send me. I'm never like, hey, can you mail me beer? Because that's not who I right. am. Uh, so they mail me a bunch of beers, including this outset Piedmont Ale. It's 5.9%. It has a very like Cezanne, the clean Cezanne quality to it. It's Ooh, very, okay. very, very good. Um, they mail me a bunch of really good stuff. Everything I've had, their English Golden Ale that they send me, which is called like a new day or something um was x i took a sip and i was like oh yeah now we're talking Uh, (laughs) their beers are really really good so i'm really jazzed to um try all the things they mailed me because their beers are excellent and i've heard great things about them and what i've heard is true so great brewery and uh, (laughs) quick update waterford is in northern virginia Uh, kind of up around leesburg uh up near the potomac frederick area okay yep all right i know that space so if you fly into dulles you can get there pretty quick oh all right yeah because dulles is in the middle of no uh i just went i just had a foot (laughs) really i like dc and i like to visit it but man dulles is you're there and you're like this is bad (laughs) i don't like i don't like got stuck in dulles a couple weeks ago but luckily the nba finals were on so 
I watch. I mean, the Celtics lost, which stank, but I got to watch at least some like sports before they. I got home at like two in the morning. It's great. Oof. So yeah, no Dulles, no. Yeah. Okay. And we don't have to talk about that anymore. But <laughs> go drink Wheatland Spring. Their beers are awesome. So. Awesome. Yeah. Good to hear. I mean, uh, there's a lot of good things that come out of that NVA area. Mm-hmm. And for sure. I guess we're still getting an Aslan here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh. I saw an article about that last week that it's still a thing. We're still getting that. So, okay. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. when, it, when it happens, it happens. When it happens, it happens. Yeah. It's like yep. we did get a brew dog, but we didn't get a platform. But. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we get an Aslan. Who knows? <laughs> of but, the three, I'll take the Aslan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. As as far as we know about business practices and general beer, it's better than the other two. So yes, <laughs> yeah. but, but we won't. Uh, yeah, we don't need to dwell on that. No, still always local overall. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, moving into this next segment, we wanted to. Uh, you know, w- one of the my favorite things, at least, of what you do, Em, is you put out like these fun little one sheets of beer pairings with like food and baseball teams and just kind of whatever strikes you, I guess, you know, yeah. you know whatever is you know, seasonal. Uh, but I, we also do that segment sort of with, you know, different brewers and everybody who comes on the show. We, we have a segment called the pair down and we'll throw abstract things at our guests and say, OK, what beer goes with that? <laughs> So we're, we're going to do it a little extra. I, I wanted to do some personal pairings with you, but then also we have the announcements of new Indiana state fair foods. So uh, some of these are a bit wild and we thought maybe you could help us with your Cicerone training to properly pair beers with that. But I'm ready. Uh, I, I think we wanted to start a little more personal and let's go right back to the pierogies. What, what is your oh. beer for pierogies? So it depends on the pierogi. I'm a big potato and cheese class, like classic pierogi. I'm not a big, like the beef ones are fine. Uh, But if we're talking about cheese and potato, I don't know. I mean, like if you wanted to stay traditional, you could go Baltic Porter, especially if you've got bacon and heavier stuff. Or, I mean, just a four pack of like, what is it? Ogachim? Like it's just a, of like classic Polish lager. Cause their lagers tend to be a little higher alcohol. So there's mm-hmm. more oomph, more pep. And it's like, when you go to the Roly Poly in my town, it's like $5 a four pack. And you're like, good God, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to party tonight. Um, I think those are like that kind of higher. I guess that would fall under kind of like an international pale lager, although the alcohol level is usually pretty high. But mm-hmm. I would go more traditional when it talks about pierogies. If you're going to go not traditional, I mean, I'm looking for more. I'd want booze, really. And I think maybe like a double, like a like a Pliny the Elder. Okay. <laughs> nice. All right. Be really good with that because you've got this kind of bitter fruit, high alcohol that's going to help clean your palate um a triple would also be really good like shimei white would be excellent with a pierogi um that would be really unique because i'm thinking about like pierogies are kind of like when you go to belgium you get those like croquettes the like deep i mean every country for the most part in europe has a like deep fried their their version of mozzarella sticks yeah um (laughs) and i think a triple with the high because you want high alcohol and you want high carbonation so i think that the triple would be good too with that kind of potato cheese bacon and then you get this kind of floral 
banana clove sweetness. It would be, I really like when I do food pairings, I try to like, you've got five tastes. Can I get all five of them in one bite? Mm. Um, And that's, or contrasts. I love salty sweet. So when you've got pierogi and that's like heavy salt, heavy fat, what's going to be the opposite where it's going to clean my palate, but also give me a little like fruit sweetness. So like trip, actually I'm, I'm leaning because you also triple would be great. Baltic Porter for traditional as well, because you've got that, Oh, uh, what is it? Juviets, which is the like classic Baltic Porter has that molasses sweetness to it. Okay. And, it's, and it's nine and a half percent. So like, there you go. It'll get you where you need to be. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, hey, you're putting a bunch of potato in your body, so it'll, so, yeah. it'll absorb. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. It gets dulled a little bit. All right. Uh, we'll be we'll be thinking about that. I mean, obviously, again, we're in Pittsburgh. So, like, I think the only other city I can think of that does pierogies more than us maybe is Chicago. And that's yeah, simply because Chicago. they're bigger. Right. <laughs> Chicago that- has, yeah, the first. And then where I, so I live in New Britain, which is, uh, or New Britsky. What they call it. <laughs> the president of Poland came to visit my town. Oh, in 2019, Andrzej Studo, like, or I don't know if he's president still, but he was president at that time. And our like mayor came. It's very like every like when you vote for actually our mayor is not Polish, but everyone else is just like all of it. It's fun to like. <laughs> and when we get things in the mail, uh, it's in we have f- in four languages. So our mail for like comes in English, Spanish. We have a very large Puerto Rican population, Spanish, Polish, and and now Arabic. So, because we have a large North African population. Hmm. So it's cool to like, when we get things in the mail, our, it's like, it was when we, they sent us all things, things being like, don't forget to get vaccinated. And it came in this like four different languages and it was really cool. Oh, that's so, fantastic. Yeah. Interesting. Our, yeah. our trash has our box, like our trash bin has instructions in Polish about like when to put your trash out. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. It's cool. It's really cool. That's fun. All right. I had another personal pairing for you and this actually comes from uh, an interview you did in the past i believe it was for it was for the uh 40 under 40 so this is a couple couple years ago but you you had said one of your best uh pairings was a beer and and an experience Mm -hmm. and you paired a a gigantic coffee saison with uh just your bus happened upon like a mother grizzly Mm -hmm. and her cubs yep i remember my question (laughs) <laughs> remember that like it was yesterday it was like 8 30 in the morning too yeah. we were we were at my husband was, wasn't my husband at the time but we were on vacation so we're like yeah we're gonna bring we're gonna sneak a growler onto this national park bus <laughs> at 8 30 in the morning and drink out of coffee cups or like coffee like paper mm-hmm. we had gotten espressos at the for some reason the the denali national park had an espresso machine and yeah it was that was the one of the craziest pairings ever like being that close to a mother grizzly drinking a coffee season. And, and then there was a big beer. It was like eight, eight and something, eight and a half percent, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really cool. So anyway, yeah. your, sorry, your question. Well, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's good. Back, yeah, it's good background for the audience. But like my question was going to be like, have you found a better experience since that? Like a better pairing experience? No, I don't think so. And that was so unique. And I was a, one of the coolest things I've ever seen because the na- national parks are, we were actually, the last time I was in a national park, 
uh, I was at Glacier over Labor Day with uh, my family. So my sister and her husband live in Utah and my mother and my husband and I drove, or sorry, we didn't drive. We flew and they, my sister and my husband drove up from Utah and we went. And I remember we were drinking Montucky cold snacks mm-hmm. uh, after a really long hike. And we were drinking in the backseat, which I don't think you're supposed to know. Okay. Don't, tell, don't tell anyone. We'll bleep that part out. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, and there was a black bear with a cub in a tree, like batting at apples. Oh, um, and I was just like, what's with me and bears and drinking? <laughs> um, and my husband was like, bear, there's a bear. And it like black bears look like teddy bears. They have, like, mm-hmm. so it's not like a grizzly, a grizzly bear is like, that'll, that'll get you. Yeah. But it was, that was the, it's just cool that you, I love that you can go to a place where you can drive along and then like nature, mm-hmm. you know, like that's really, you know, a lot of people don't get to experience that. And I think that was really cool. And so, yeah, that was my last bear and beer experience. Apparently I have <laughs> multiple. Having more than one is pretty impressive <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. So it was, yeah. yeah, I can't think of, I mean, those, I love, I really, really love national parks. I love when I was at Glacier, they actually have really great beer. We hmm. were at a lodge after that. We went on a really long hike and it was longer than I thought it was going to be. And it was really hot. And we went and I had a Lewis and Clark Hefeweizen, but it's Ooh. so Montana is very much like you want to go back in time beer wise. You're like, what was it like to drink in 2005? You go to Montana <laughs> because all they drink is Scotch ales and Amber ales. And their wow. Hefeweizens aren't Hefeweizens. They're American wheat beers like Widmer, where you're like, that's not it. So I had a sip and I was like, this isn't a Hefeweizen. <laughs> but it was so it was so good. It was a great wheat beer. And we put our feet in the glacial lake and it was very hot and it was crowded, but it didn't matter. And it like, oh, it was just, I, I really loved the beer scene in Montana. The fact that like we went hiking and we got lost and we almost missed the last chairlift down and, but we didn't. And they, so my, they, and there was a bar at the top that was closing and they're like, you can drink your beer on the chairlift if you want. And so I have a photo of my husband <laughs> drinking like a PBR on the chairlift. And he's like, this is the, this is a great experience. Um, and it was just really, and like all the, the scotch ales. I then like, man, one of the best beers I ever had last year was, uh, it was Kettle House Brewing. They're from Missoula, Montana, make a beer called Cold Smoke. And Ooh. it's six and a half percent scotch ale, so lower alcohol in a pint mm. can. And oh my gosh, is that beer just, I had, we were, yeah, we were at the airport because we were, I actually was on my way to Pittsburgh to go to Barrel and Flow. Okay. Uh, which was amazing. Yeah. And um, so, uh, it was, I think it was early in the morning and they had cold smoke and I looked at my mom and I'm like, I'm going to drink that beer. It's the morning. So <laughs> don't worry about it. And she was like, mm-hmm. but you're, uh, you're airport flying. So I it's was, fine. That's where yeah. I was. I was like, mm, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Mom. Time she, does not exist in airports. It doesn't. Yeah. And so I was like, I have to have another one of these beers because it was, I tried to remember any beer I have that like, because, you know, we're, we're, we're drinking a lot of beer nowadays. You know, there's lots of different things. But when you have a beer that you're like, I remember this. I remember where I was when I had it. I remember that was one of my top three beers of last year because it was just six and a half percent scotch ale and a pint can. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Montana. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I, I have uh, something and I'll, I'll ask if you've been there, but maybe this will give you a new place to visit if you haven't. Um, there's a place called Superior Bathhouse Brewery. No, have I have you? not been there. Okay, so they're built in the uh, the the National Hot Springs Park. Oh, and I they think, they wow. actually use the hot spring water to brew with. Well, our, well, I I guess now I know where we're we're looking for a nice new vacation spot for next year, so maybe we'll go down there. I put Arkansas to, yeah. on the list. <laughs> I've been to Arkansas. My car broke down in Arkansas, which was woof. Um, but uh. <laughs> Yeah, that's another story for another day. We don't have time for that one. Um, <laughs> it doesn't involve beer anyway. There, um, or does it? No, it doesn't. Mm. Um, I've been to 49th State Brewing, which is in Denali National Park. Oh, oh cool. And they, uh, that's a cool one because they'll fill the fermenters with high alcohol beer and then they close for the winter. Mm. Oh, wow. And it's called their Hibernator Series. Yeah. So you go there and you're like, what's with all the like... <laughs> quads and like <laughs> doppel box and ice spot you know like heavy high stuff but they yeah. had a they had a really great session ipa actually i got a growler of it so i have the growler and then they live the guy lives there six months out of the year and then the other six months he lives in like staten island so you're like oh, okay sure. uh, but the beer was excellent they had a really cool I'm not, I'm not a sucker for like weird flight panel or like flight pedals but they had one where like you held like the pant, like the, it was in the shape of Alaska. And it was very uh, cute. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you held like Juno as like, the, right. you know? <laughs> <laughs> like almost like a big frying pan, but yeah, it yeah. was, it was a, the beer, the beer in Alaska was really, that was, we went there in eight years ago and the beer was really strong. And I bet it, it's only gotten again, great beers everywhere. So yeah, we've had, I think the only thing we've had is like from Alaskan brewery, yeah. but yes. I mean, very, we very like that stuff. stuff. Yeah. We like oh that yeah. Stuff it's too, great. So. Yeah. Midnight sun's really good. There's like, there's some really cool, cool beer up there. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. Well, it's time to move on. And now we're going to do the fair food pair down. Right. So Released this week was the Indiana State Fair's plans for brand new foods for, you know, their beers at the State Fair. And one of them actually released was the caramel corn beer that's going to be offered by Sun King. They, they came together with a local popcorn gourmet, you know, popcorn company called Just Pop In. Yeah, <laughs> they do just as many puns as beer does. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're offering a beer that was an, it's just base, a basic ale made with caramel corn. So you can check that out. But uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on the one that really got everybody's, uh, you know, ca uh, hackles up, I guess. Is that is that right, Adam? That's an old It, it is right. Hackles. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Everybody's hackles got up because of the pickle pizza. Oh, and, that's I've seen that picture on Twitter, <laughs> but I didn't know. <laughs> where it was from i was yeah. just like oh okay pickles on a pizza sure yeah so it, it's a basically a white sauce pizza with mm -hmm. uh ranch mozzarella dill seasoning and full dill pickles chopped up on it what do you pair with that though i i know exactly what i, I would pair with the, i would pair a goza with that mm -hmm. oh because pickle goza you get the salt and you get the and you want kind of you already have the sour component Goes is going to be a little higher carbonation, lower alcohol. You've got salt already there. I mean, it's basically asking for that kind of for drink. That's what I would straight Goza. Um, that's what I would pair with it. Or I would go 
when I'm, cause I'm looking, I look at that and I'm just like, that's already salty. It's already mm-hmm. a little sour. It's cheesy. Uh, I want something that's going to be fruity and something that's going to clean my mouth. Um, so I would also, if you wanted to go the opposite direction, I would go half of ice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So either it goes, uh, if you want to like bump up that salt, bump up the pickle, go goza. If you want to kind of contrast that and get something more salty sweet, I would go Hefeweizen. That would be, or even like um, a New England IPA would be really good with that because you get that orange, you get that kind of fuller body. Mm-hmm. That's what I would, I like, I like New England IPAs with a lot of salt. Like I love New England IPA and like cheddar, sharp cheddar. Cause it's such Ooh. a great, you know, they're two very different things, but together they're really good. I, I love salty sweet. So every pairing is me being like, <laughs> how can I make salty sweet out of this? Cause that's what I, that's what I want. I want that salty sweet combo. I love like New England IPA and, uh, um, Chocolate chip cookies really good. That's oh wow, because it tastes like a chocolate orange, like the one you get the like at holidays where you break it apart. Oh Mm -hmm. okay, that's that. Yeah, it becomes a new like if you want when beer two flavors become one. Mm -hmm. That's New England IPA is good for that. Uh, Interesting. I've I've never tried. You should try it. It's really good. It was an accident. I was just drinking (laughs) an IPA and eating a cookie, and I was like, "Well, yeah, this is awesome." So, but yeah, for the pickle pizza. Goza, if you want more pickle, more salt. Hefeweizen, if you want to kind of make that salty sweet combo. Gotcha. All right. Uh, I got another one for you. All right. Bring Maybe, it on. I don't know if this one's going to be as much of a challenge because you already seem pretty, uh, you know, what's going with cheddar cheese and salty mm. and sweet, but this one is called their potatoes. And what it is, is it's, uh, I believe it's a loaded baked potato, but it's full of pulled pork, shredded cheese, cheddar jalapenos and sour cream oh good god yeah <laughs> sounds would, like a heart attack and it has I, yeah. many flavors <laughs> i would i like the idea of a new england ipa but i want a big one like a triple new england mm-hmm. ipa like like a 10 percenter i want a big big like orange bomb yeah to go with that or even like oh my gosh people are going to get mad at me but a milkshake ipa would be really good with that <laughs> <laughs> That kind of lactose, if you want to bump up. I mean, that's, yeah. If you want to just feel like absolute garbage, milkshake IPA. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, garbage. Yeah. You're at a fair already. You know what you're getting into. Yeah. Yeah. You're writing the day off as it is. Yeah. Just go for it. Come on. You already bought something called potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. And then (laughs) there's like a bunch of things I left off the list simply because like they're already like they were drinks. So it's like, mm. you know, why pair a drink with another drink? But like, yeah, they have fair. a whole bunch of like goofy, like here's a bunch of peaches blended up. Drink that. <laughs> sure. Why not? So, yeah. You're at the fair. Do right. you do? I mean, that's what a fair is for. Fairs right. forget, you know, as long as you don't barf, um, <laughs> you're, 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 it's, a, it's a throwaway day. And that's what yeah. fairs are about. Sure. Yeah. Eat poorly, see white snake, and then, you know, ride a rickety yeah. ride. And yeah. then go home. And then yeah. go home. Sober up and go home and it'll be great. That's the, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, we go, we have the big E, which is the New England exposition. It's because all the states are too small to have one fair. So we have, mm-hmm. and the big E is, yeah. How many giant beers can you drink? How many weird <laughs> foods can you eat? And then, uh, you know, how many fancy, like there's like the Camaro, like I want to sit in the Camaro and then you, there's a parade and the, Bud- the Budweiser Clydesdales are there. 
And then you're like, "Um, okay, we're ready to go home. (laughs) (laughs) And I've seen everything now. The bingo card is full. I saw the camel and I rode the ride. That was too expensive. And uh, um, now we're good. Okay. I did some balloon pops at the balloon pop stall. And (laughs) they have, so there's individual, I know they have individual state houses and each state house has a bar. So you drink your way through the state houses. Oh, it's like Epcot. That's a pro move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, oh, I went to the Vermont. And they have, for the most part, each have really good beer. And so you're like, yes, I will drink the like Allagash at the main tent. And then the mm. Vermont or uh, yeah, there's Long Trail. They have Long Trail of Vermont. They have Connecticut. We'll have really great beer selection. And they have like a beer garden with live music. It's great. Uh, the Massachusetts one, you're like, yes, I will drink all the Trillium. And then, yeah, it's fun <laughs> to go through each state. And then you eat all the, there's the main baked potato hut. Uh, <laughs> oh, worth the wait worth the wait I, i'm i'm learning a lot about new england this episode and like i i have like almost like a, a driving list now at this point like i have to go to oec to get fresh yep. schlinkerla mm-hmm. gotta go get some pierogies up in connecticut gotta yep. go to the biggie <laughs> the biggie do the tavern yeah. crawl <laughs> yep do the pub the state capital crawl uh the it's for uh last two weeks in september is the biggie worth worth a visit it's very silly very very yeah i think i think foghat or uh leonard skinner are performing fun yeah (laughs) silly (laughs) awesome well thanks again em for coming on the show and just you know telling us about what you do telling us all about uh new england and fun things to do up there uh why don't you take the time to promote your book and your website and anything else that you want to yeah sure so uh, pinesandpanels.com is the website uh, at at pines and panels on all social media platforms for the most part uh, updated every day. Um, I do have a new book out hooray for craft beer, which is published by Brewers publications. It came out uh, two and a half months ago. I, I do have an p- online store. You can buy a signed copy of my book, prints, shirts, glassware, all sorts of goodies uh, ships worldwide. Uh, buy my, you know, buy my book. Like I was thinking about, like the critic, buy my book. <laughs> Sorry, that's me aging myself horribly. Um, it stinks. No, it, it doesn't stink. It, it doesn't stink. The book doesn't stink. <laughs> buy my book. Um, but yeah. Um, and then I have, there's an educational archive where if you want to learn about anything about beer, I I, I have your back. That's Pines and Panels has your back. So, yeah. Awesome. And, and like you said, uh, get some commissions from him as well. And yeah. you know, some of that will get donated to helping out some of the, the yeah, people yeah. in our country that are just like, <laughs> just like it's, uh, suffering yeah. for no reason. It's a struggle. Yeah. <sighs> so right now, yeah, $20 from every commission goes to abortion funds. Um, it, yeah. um, get a drawing of your favorite pet or, you know, your lady friend or boyfriend for their birthday or your wedding, or I'll draw your favorite beer. I'll, I'll draw any, I'll draw your home. I've drawn houses, childhood homes, favorite bars that have been knocked down. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anything. It's, it's a fun challenge. I love to do it. So very cool. As, ask him to draw me hugging a giant chalice from Castile Rouge. <laughs> I will do that if you pay me. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, thanks again for coming on. And, uh, you know, we look forward to talking to you in the future. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, if you publish a new book or you just have other things going on, uh, hopefully you can make it out for uh, Barrel and Flow 2022. I want to come back. I was supposed to go to HumberCon, but my aunt who lives in Pittsburgh got sick. And so we couldn't oh. stay with her. And so I did not come to HumberCon, but I love Pittsburgh. 
Uh, I'm sad the pirates stink, but PNC Park is a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful park. So I love to come and, you know, visit. And the beer scene is wonderful and everyone is really nice there. So, yeah, it's it's I definitely will make it out sometime. I'm not sure. We look forward to that. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on again. And uh, yeah, see you in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Bye-bye. Cheers. And if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA. That'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to the brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA in your favorite podcatcher, like Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anything that starts in pod, ends in cast, 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 double cast, double cast, lustra, double lustra cast. <laughs> it's, all, it's all there. <laughs> but if you're on any of those platforms, leave a five-star review because we are a six pierogi show, but they only let us use five. And that's a bigger crime than Mrs. T's always just including like two ingredients. Like, think about it. Like, it's always potato and then one other thing yeah. it's hardly ever like potato and cheddar and bacon like this is this is what austerity and inflation are doing to us they're taking away our pierogi insides this is pierogi <laughs> rant by steve <laughs> i i enjoy your pierogi rant steve i legit. Yeah. Think, and you're think right about, too i know i'm right i know i'm right because i want a bacon cheddar jalapeno potato pierogi and it's just not out there unless i make it well, they're out there. You just can't get it Mrs. T style. Right. Or you're going to pay $3 a rogi. I got to go I got to go find somebody else to yes. do it. Go but, to the House of Pierogies. Yeah, check them out. See what they're up to. Make <laughs> the request. Yeah, make demands, make commissions, but <laughs> go in there pound on the on the desk. <laughs> I'm here to commission pierogies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody has their price. That's right. But uh, yes, if you want to catch us next week, we'll be back. I think we'll be back in person. I think so. Yes. And we'll, we'll got, I have plans. Do you? I've made devious plans while you were sick. Oh, great. <laughs> and I'm also going to see if we can get some guests too. Okay. To unleash devious plans upon everybody. <laughs> uh, well, as long as I don't have to suffer alone. That's right. Devious. Okay. All right. I'm fine with that. So check in next week. We'll have a new episode. Goodbye. Bye.